0: Ladies and gentlemen, sit it right up!
1: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city
2: Welcome to the American Adversaries Radio Show on a brand new weekend. we got a big show lined up for you once again tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. As we do, once again, come to you on Salem Media Groups. News Dog Station of the Year. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And you helped make it that way. All right, and we appreciate that ever so much. And, of course, we're talking about WORL, and that would, of course, be AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Don't forget, you can also listen to all the great programming here 24-7 on your Alexa devices, on your smart devices if you've downloaded the free Answer Orlando app, and, of course, at the answerorlando.com website, where we invite you to join the Answer Seekers Club so you can enter to win. A lot of great contests, including one going on right now, a monthly drawing for a $250 gift certificate to Images Auto Spas and the Supreme Car Detailing or the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. And that's just one. They, they get all kinds of contests going on there. And then of course you can also listen on our excellent website, AmericanAdversaries.com, where you can take advantage of our archive and suggest other people visit the archive as well. Same thing with our Rumble channel. And we appreciate all you rumblers out there. And of course, we're talking about American adversaries on Rumble. And we are up and rumbling tonight. So, all right. So, got a lot of stuff we're going to get to. Uh, And, of course, I'm joined by Rick Brown. How are you doing tonight, Rick?
3: Yeah, I'm doing great, Chris. It's good to be here on a Monday. Yeah. Always an exciting
2: show. Yeah, you got some uh, cashed under that, uh, stashed under the mattress there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we got John Barrows with us here. He's got his I Like Fishing and Maybe Three People t-shirt on. That's That's right. (laughs) That's generous. That's
4: right. Three people is generous. And two of them are in
2: this room. Ah, Ah, Thank you. All right, I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. We will have Abe Katzman joining us live from Jerusalem here momentarily. A lot of big news going on over in that region of the world as well. And uh, at the top of the next hour... Uh, We're going to have R.C. Williams on. He's been on with us before. Uh, He's got this news organization called Sherlock and the Watchmen, and he's been keeping his eye on all of this banking stuff for quite a while. Uh, including uh, watching you know, what went on with FTX, mm-hmm. Sam Bankman-Fried, was and on. all of that. So uh, he's going to check in at the top of the next hour, and we'll get into a little bit more in depth with uh, what's going on, what actually the government did over the weekend to deal with the bank failures, and now it's plural, unfortunately. Um, it actually began last week with a bank called Silvergate, Silvergate and we mentioned this on the show. I think it was yeah. Thursday, wasn't it? We I remember. It? Yeah. We yeah. talked about it with Mike. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Silvergate was a crypto bank where people who had crypto accounts, you know, these wallets or whatever, they they could keep their accounts there. They decided to close down and said that they were going to pay all their depositors back and no big deal. Now, it wasn't a a, a bank like you would go down the street and go in, even though those are more and more rare. But you get the idea. It wasn't a brick and mortar thing as such. Uh, But then, of course, the news broke Friday afternoon, Friday evening, that the Silicon Valley Bank uh, was going to close. that uh, the, the uh, It was going into receivership. Basically, the FDIC was, was taking it over. And that, of course, stirred up a lot of angst, as you might imagine, over the weekend. Now, just a little uh, bit of background about that, that particular bank. And by the way, they had a branch in the U.K. as well. Mm. And they did pretty much the same thing. It was a a... Bank that specialized in, or the vast majority of their accounts were from the uh, energy industry, uh, in, the, in particular the green energy industry and high tech and so called quote unquote healthcare industries, uh, startups mainly, uh, but a lot of big businesses. Um, I think Roku was it Roku the TV channel t- the mm-hmm. TV and some there's some fairly common names that, that you would hear and they had large uh, deposits <laughs> at the bank um, much more than the two hundred and fifty thousand that would be insured per depositor or for a couple it would be five hundred but uh, obviously we're talking tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars it turns out that somewhere between eighty five and ninety seven percent. Those were the estimates, uh, that somewhere between 80, 87 and ninety-five eighty five did I say eighty-five to ninety-seven yep. percent of their deposits were more than the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
3: Uninsured money.
2: Right. Correct. And of course, they were quaking in their boots. And so Janet Yellen, this, uh, the Treasury Secretary, was out yesterday saying that uh, you know that they were going to back up all those deposits, and they were going to make sure that there would be some money available to the other de- the uninsured depositors, but there was going to be no bailout. Well, that didn't fly so well. So the, uh, I guess the, the banking pressure got uh, to Joe Biden. So he came out first thing this morning before the markets opened in New York and said, we're not bailing them out, but we're going to bail them out. <laughs> in other words, what he said was, they're not going to bail out the banks per se. They're not going to pay off the investors, people who held stock in it. And by the way, Jim Kramer, one of the big loudmouths on CNBC, mm-hmm. just last month had recommended uh, buying That's s- right. s- Silicon Valley Bank. Because yep. up until it, it fell apart, its stock was doing pretty good. I think it was up about 40% for the year. Hello. Yep. Right? And. But it had already been hammered down two thirds or sixty six percent last year. <laughs> so as Kramer said, this is why he thought that there was going to be money to be made. He said, buy it below. We re- remember. Well, he said also. Remember, even though it's been up, what was it? Four, what did I say? Forty percent or so this year. He said it has to. If you lose two thirds or sixty six percent of a stock's value, it has to go up two hundred percent just to get you back to even. So he was thinking, there's a a whole other run here. Well, the run was on the bank, not in the stock. (laughs) So anyway, uh, back to what Biden did. So Biden came out this morning and said, no, 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 we're going to back up all the deposits, dollar for dollar. And by the way, they they said also over the weekend that the bank had enough assets— to cover the deposits, but maybe not all of them. <laughs> In other words, maybe they were talking, uh, uh, if we can get 75, 80 cents on the dollar, people will probably be happy, right? <laughs> but if we only get 10 or 20 cents on the dollar, people ain't going to be happy. Well, I guess not. But as it turns out, as I said, Biden felt the pressure and wanting not to have a, a bank contagion, which we were talking about last night, yeah. that you know this you know, starting people freaking out, going down and taking their money out of the bank. And this could happen all across the country. It's what happened in 1929. You had some banks started to fall, and then phew, it was a, like a domino effect. So Biden came out and said, no, 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 this morning, we're going to we're gonna back, you know, the depositors up as far as they've fired the people who ran the bank. Uh, by the way, at the end of last year, the board... Voted bonuses. (laughs) And it just so happened that those bonuses paid out on, guess what? Friday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. This past Friday. And he sold his (laughs) stock.
3: The CEO sold his stock.
2: How about that? And so there's obviously going to be, I'm sure, an SEC investigation. You know, Biden misspoke just a little bit, though.
3: How's that? Because we're bailing him out. <laughs> yeah. It's our money. Yeah, w- once well, again. Well,
2: once again, they didn't call it a bailout. And he also said this, would not, this that burden would not be borne by the taxpayers. How <laughs> does it not? The, the FDIC is going to take care of it. And who funds that? Well, they're going to basically crank up the printing presses. So technically speaking, I guess you could say the taxpayers may not be on the hook for it. But guess who will? Will consumers? Yep. Because we'll pay for it once again in protracted, maybe even more elevated inflation. That's right. Dollars once, are going to be worth less. Exactly. Once they go to printing money to back up these deposits, hey, what the hey? You know?
3: Hey, it's only paper. Right. You know, right. 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 It's not backed up by anything yeah, now, uh, anyways.
2: Right. I'm not sure in England what they are doing, but yes, as of yesterday evening, they were going to pay out two hundred and four thousand plus some change. Per depositor,
3: I don't know what England has to say about it, but it's going to be a lot more eloquent.
2: Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Uh, Biden has not had much to say about it the rest of the day, and um, but here's another one. there was uh, another bank that uh, that uh, was uh, Signature Bank. Mm-hmm. Signature Bank. And that I
3: was think, the third one to close. Right.
2: And I think that was in New York, isn't it? Yep. Uh, so, And by the way, of course, what do they do? What does also Biden do this morning? He blames it on the previous administration. The previous administration <laughs> changed the regulations. And some regulations were changed under the previous administration. But he's trying to blame Trump for this, right? Here's what happened. Do you remember the Dodd-Frank thing? Dodd-Frank yeah. was passed. After the the crash of 2008. And basically, it put uh, tremendous regulations, increased the regulations tremendously on banks and financial institutions. And they were pretty onerous. And so the banks were complaining loudly, and one of the banks that complained, that complained the loudest was a bank called Silicon Valley Bank. You ever hear of them? Okay, anyway, they were spending lots of money on lobbyists and stuff, and they were lobbying Congress to change Dodd-Frank and ease up on the regulations. Basically, what uh, they did in 2018, uh, you've heard of the bank stress tests, right? Okay, what they did in 2018 was they raised the number number for a bank to have to have in deposits to have to have the stress test. In other words, they made it so that banks with deposits total less than $250 billion no longer had to go through the stress tests. Okay, This was passed uh, with Barney Frank leading the way. In other words, he wanted these changes mm-hmm. because he was, by the way, he's ended up on the board yep. of one of these banks. Yep. It was um, the one in New York. <laughs> Signature. He, Signature bank. He ended up on the board of it, and he wanted to ease up the rules on his own bank and other banks like it. And it was passed with bipartisan support in Congress, and Donald Trump did sign it. And obviously all Donald right. Trump's fault. But here's the thing. Let's just say it was Trump's idea and he wanted to screw everybody. Well, didn't Joe Biden take the oath of office a little over two years ago? Mm-hmm. And when he took the oath of office, didn't he have Democrats in control of both the House and the Senate? Mm-hmm. So if they'd have wanted to do something about this, they could have done it, Right. And where was his bank regulators as this is going on? And, of course, it turns out, as I said, this is a green energy bank, basically, and it's all woke. The, yep. These clowns that were running it were a bunch of wokesters, right? They have to follow the money. That's who's, it.
3: Who's donating to who? Where's the money going? And
2: not just that, but how were they running the bank? They, they were not running the bank... The the what the way some of these banking executives are, as a matter of fact, I talked about this when I sat in for Mark Walters on Friday show. There was a, a, a banking lady that was, let me see if I have, oh, it's from the 10th. I don't have my, uh, her name was, uh, I think it was Priscilla something. She was on CNBC mm-hmm. Friday morning lamenting the fact that banks uh, were, that the MasterCard Visa, Uh, American Express and Discover weren't going to put category codes on gun store sales. And she was all brokenhearted. Oh my gosh, uh, how are we going to track these gun sales if we can't track them real time? How are we going to stop crime? And I'm thinking to myself, you're a banker, lady. That ain't your business. But see, she got to that position so that she could turn that bank into that kind of business. Do you understand? You see, these people infiltrate these positions, not just in government, but in corporate boardrooms so that they can change our country from within. These are communists dressed as bankers and the like. And this is the result. And so (laughs) this ain't Trump's fault. This is mainly E I. What is it? E S G. And A I. Whatever it is, uh, equity. I. uh, You know, at
3: this point, can we consider Joe McCarthy fully vindicated? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, really, can't we? Well, he was right. He was right. Yep. Joe Mac- I'm going to get T-shirts made that say Joe McCarthy was right.
2: Yeah, There you go. All right. Well, we're going to be right back after this break with Abe Katzman once again. He's going to be joining us live from Jerusalem. And uh, we'll see if uh, perhaps uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank had a branch in Tel Aviv. Who knows? Maybe they did. We'll be right back with the American Adversaries Radio Reality TV Show.
0: AM 950 and FL 94.9, the answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British
3: Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done on our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 530 at the Post-Time Lounge in Castlebury for our annual pre-show meet and greet.
5: Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show.
6: Network sound and video can make memories last forever. Like many folks, you've stored away family videos, camcorder tapes, 8mm film, photos and slides for years. You can't play your family memories even if you wanted to. The camera is broken, the VCR won't play. Bring those memories back to life by transferring them to a CD or DVD so your family can enjoy them again for a lifetime. Call 407-834-8555 or visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. 407-834-8555.
7: It's official. Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Try our new queso blanco carnitas chimichanga, spicy habanero carnitas burrito, and chipotle barbecue pork tacos. Order now at tijuanaflats.com.
2: To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Card Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com.
8: Call me, and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market, and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with The Golden Group. 407-484-2689.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
9: answer traffic westbound i-4 slow from kirkman to us 27 eastbound i-4 slow from old polk road to the turnpike around fairbanks and around west first street got some slowdowns on the 429 southbound headed into i-4 your latest answer traffic i'm dave dorico
2: We are the American Adversaries Radio Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And, of course, that music does mean it is time now to visit with Abe Katzman. Abe, how are you doing tonight?
10: I am surprisingly awake because (laughs) we did not change the clocks yet, so it's an hour earlier for me than usual.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, well, enjoy it while you can, I guess.
10: Exactly. I think it lasts a week.
2: All right. any bank contagions over there or any concern that there might be something like what happened with sVB over here
10: well everybody's a little bit worried um, you know it's uh, when you have certain people talking about a worldwide economic meltdown even even people halfway around the world from uh, from sVB um, pay attention to it um, there now one of the things here though that's kind of interesting is that You know, with all these protests of the judicial reform from 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 all kinds of odd places, uh, one of them there are people there there are a bunch of financial people, venture capital people, who say they're uh, they're pulling money out of Israel. So I don't know where they're putting it. I kind of hope that whoever pulled it out of Israel put it into SVB.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it, it, let's hope they bought stock that way that they're really on the hook for it. Right. Um, and and that, so is this sort of uh, like a, a – is this become like a woke movement over there, uh, you know, with the <sighs> environmental, social governance stuff? is. is
10: Eight? Yeah, it's well it it has taken on even if if the subject isn't um the manner of protest is and that is that everybody is being uh kind of urged to take uh to take a stand and of course being urged to take a stand means to take a stand in one direction oh, only. Oh yes. Um you, there are people who are uh, I I don't know if there's any official cancellation going on, but I know there are people who are who are uh, who who have again you know long time friendships, and uh, now there are people not speaking to them because they have not come out against the judicial reform. Um, the protests have gone. I mean, you talk about uh, like the the uh, you know in the direction of the of some of the american protests let's say the george floyd protests right um they're uh they've taken an intimidating turn they're going out they're protesting in front of the homes um of uh of certain members of of, uh, certainly could members they're um they blocked the entrance with barbed wire and everything to the, uh, to the think tank that put together—had uh, a, had a big hand in putting together the reform. And there is an AIPAC delegation, a bunch of Americans who are here visiting, showing their support for Israel, and the protesters are standing outside of their hotel rooms blowing horn, horns and screaming on their megaphones for them to denounce the judicial reform. <laughs> Uh, well this is it makes so little sense but and it's very heavy-handed
3: that sounds like it might work
2: Uh, yeah right (laughs) Uh, uh, just real quickly I, i take it that the authorities are taking basically a standoff approach here to allow this to escalate like this
10: there you know there's uh there's some debate also among the police the new uh the the police minister um is public security minister is not happy and he says you've got to maintain order and the police say we're the professionals we know just how much order we have to maintain so um there uh (laughs) there's some tension uh the public security minister actually um had the uh, Tel Aviv chief of police fired he wanted the uh, overall chief of police to resign i mean there's a lot of tension here because they they don't see eye to eye on how to do this
2: all right and we'll talk about that more when we come back with Abe Katzman this will be the quick with Abe Katzman this will be the quick turnaround as we add our WACX TV audience so please stay with us
11: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Depositors withdrew savings and investors broadly sold off bank shares as the federal government raced to reassure Americans that the banking system is secure following two bank failures. President Biden insisted Monday that the system is safe after the second and third largest bank failures in the nation's history happened in the span of 48 hours. In response to the crisis, regulators guaranteed all deposits at the two banks. They also created a program that effectively threw a lifeline to other banks to shield them from a run on deposits. A split among jurors means there will be no death penalty for an Islamic extremist who maniacally raced a truck along a popular New York City bike path, killing eight people and maiming others. On Wall Street, the dot on by 90 points. More details at srnnews.com.
0: AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
9: answer traffic westbound i4 slow from kirkman out towards us 27 eastbound i4 slow from old gulf road up towards turnpike around fairbanks and up around west first street slowdowns on the 429 southbound headed into i4 your latest answer traffic i'm dave garica
0: welcome to the american adversaries drive time There ain't no doubt,
2: I love this land, God bless the All righty, welcome once again to the American Adversaries Radio Reality TV show. Thank you folks who are now tuned in on WACX-TV, the super channel. That is 55.7 on your antenna remote. All right, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, I've got John Barrows, Rick Brown, and myself, Christopher Hart in the Relax and Comfort Studio. I'm on the Crystal Clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff is on the bridge. And this <laughs> out, this half hour of the show is being brought to us by this hour of the show is being brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. And you can find out more about Proclaiming Justice to the Nations at their website, pjtn.org. Let's go now back to Abe Katzman, who's joining us live from Jerusalem. Abe, you were just telling us about the nature of the protests going on about the judicial reform. Uh, how about the progress? Uh, I understand they were supposed to be like, I guess, another vote today. Why is? Why do they do the votes on Monday? Is there any particular reason?
10: i think there is i think it has to do with what the uh that's the day that the committees meet and i don't know there's some knesset administrative knesset reason why that seems to happen um so i but i don't know what it is um and i don't know if it's always the case it may be that it needs preliminary they have to pass each law three times and this is the first reading of the law I, I don't know. But yeah, there is you're you're right to notice the pattern.
2: And was um, there, have there been an, I know that they've been like it seems to be a, a methodical process that's not yep. being slowed by these protests. Is it is it still on course so to speak?
10: It is still on course and uh the I mean the the game of chicken that is being played is the other side the the could people say you want to negotiate, we'll sit down and negotiate. And the opposition, the people protesting, say, no, we're not even going to talk to you until you until you pull the legislation. Then we can negotiate what it will be. So that's, you know, you're kind of overplaying their hand, I think. But it's uh, um, I think they're afraid that they, uh, in terms of substance, they don't have a lot that, uh, I mean, you can, you know, change things around the edges, but basically it's a a fairly sound policy, all in all, Uh, better than what exists now. Now the the Supreme Court is just completely unfettered, um, does whatever it wants. It is without question. Somebody pointed this out. They said this is the most powerful, relative to the rest of the government, um, political body in the entire world in terms of what it can do. And what checks and balances there are against it, and here there effectively are none, and now they're right. trying to put some in place
2: and of course uh, um the the the, the people yep. who have been benefited, I guess the most from this sort of untethered court are the ones complaining the loudest
10: yep yeah, this is uh you know somebody that I heard a pretty good theory uh might go might be getting a little bit deep into the weeds here, but Um, They say this is actually kind of the second act of the election of Menachem Begin. When Menachem Begin was elected in 1977, it was considered, uh, they refer to it here as the upheaval, Uh, like they turned everything upside down because the Labour Party, the left wing, the the European elite, had run the show from 1948 until 1977, uh, unchallenged. And all of a sudden, you know, the riffraff, regular people, uh, started voting for, for bacon Except that Bagan, who had been in opposition the entire time, had, knew what he wanted in terms of policy, but he, he wasn't a. He didn't really, like, you know, know a lot about governing. So he left a lot of the government machinery in place, including the courts. And uh-huh. the courts. If anything, usurped even more power over the coming years, especially in, starting in the 1990s. And now the courts—this has kind of been the, uh, you know, the, the elite. Uh, th- this is kind of the place where they where where they hold out, where they still maintain power. And now this power is finally being threatened by the democratic process, the same way it was done politically before, now it's going to be done judicially. And that's maybe what's driving the intensity, because the intensity just doesn't make sense relative to what it is they're proposing. You can protest it, you don't like it, but why is everybody so up in arms about
2: it? Well, I think think the Prime Minister tried to address this, did he not, when he, he basically called out the media. And they're biased yeah. reporting on it. They're kind of—I—I I, I didn't see what he said exactly, but it sounds like he, he was saying that the media is sort of whipping people into a frenzy. Uh, with, yeah, uh, you know, they—they—and yeah.
10: he's right, but he has to be a little bit careful because of a ridiculous ruling, and that is—remember we discussed the attorney general had all these uh, restrictions on what netanyahu was able to do because he's under indictment and there's a potential conflict of interest Mm. so because she says because there's a potential conflict of interest he is not allowed to participate uh, in any significant way in the debate or in the passage of this particular thing. So you'd figure he's the most powerful and persuasive political guy around. He should be the guy bringing everyone together and trying to hammer something out. And he's not allowed to, which is crazy enough. Then one guy who was sort of in that position was President Herzog. Now, um, he all along, until now at least, he had uh... he'd always he'd kept himself pretty much above the fray and said he was gonna negotiate and talk to everybody and right after I was done explaining this to a writer from The Guardian about how how measured he's been and how good he's looking as a result of this, <laughs> he <double-crossed Persaw> <laughs> comes out within like an hour of my talking to this guy and says, oh, these God. proposals are a nightmare. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the back. Yeah. They
10: were a nightmare, and so was my little interview with the guy writing for The Guardian.
2: <laughs> uh, well, uh, timing is everything. Oops. Timing is everything in life, right uh, So he, could, he couldn't have said that two hours earlier you know right 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 Now could this set up a, a standoff as well let's say the Knesset finally gets the three votes everything's finally passed and signed or however you know the formalities are that make it a law. could they stand up and say, nope, we rule this unvalid
10: you mean could the supreme court actually invalidate it yeah, yeah they um i don't know if they'd have the nerve uh but they they might um it, a lot depends i mean they've they have these things here that kind of quasi-constitutional basic laws right one of the things they did here was the Nation state law a couple of years ago, which said controversial things like Israel is the state of the Jewish people. Oh my God! You know, right. um, uh, how can so... I dare you say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they um, now it's a base. It's like passing a constitutional amendment, and then the Supreme Court saying, "Well, we may declare it unconstitutional." And that's kind well, of fine. they didn't but they but they maintained that they had the power to do that and this is you know an, a great example of why you need this reform and if this even if this reform is in the form of a basic law of a quasi constitutional law um they i i don't put anything past them
2: yeah. i don't know what they might do I, I, in these day in this day and age it, yep. it, it's like there no holds barred uh, all right let me uh let me uh, change the subject here because big news broke over the weekend that the chinese had brokered a deal between the saudi arabians and the iranians reestablishing diplomatic ties can you just fill us in on the deal and then how this came to be and and what is the significance primarily
10: well the significance can be debated um if it is uh you know at least as it meets the eye it is major and it is bad um this is you know saudi arabia had always been um uh, very much in the in the western camp Mm -hmm. an ally of the u.s and now they're making a deal with the chinese and the iranians um uh, there's just so much that's bad about this The the very fact that they did this and that china got there is a huge you know huge fumble by the biden administration um and what a lot of that is from, I mean, they, they were so obsessed with making everything that President Trump did look bad right? that they, you know, that meant they had to keep on hectoring uh, Mohammed bin Salman and uh, talking everything about Khashoggi, Khashoggi, and just, you know, putting all kinds of restrictions on there and uh, sanction-type things, and they've become... As far as the Saudis are concerned, unreliable, uh, fickle, maybe in terms of their reliability. Right. And I think that's what the what, what the Saudis are are looking at here, and they just say, "Look, we're not abandoning the West, but to the extent we can't count on them, we've got to, uh, we've got to diversify." Um, the, the U.S. isn't giving them the arms they need. Um, they're putting all kinds of restrictions on them. Now, this may just be a, a, a power play, a way to wake up the U.S. and show that they've got a little bit of leverage also. <clears throat> and maybe that'll get the, the U.S. to kind of get back to focusing on things. But the U.S. has been pulling weapons out of Saudi Arabia, uh, has been talking about uh, you know, leaving the region, and you know it's from, the Saudis are nervous enough when it comes to Iran and now so that's kind of the thing are they really making a deal with iran is this just cosmetic? I mean, these countries, these governments, still hate each other. I can't imagine that even even uh, Xi Jinping was able to, you know, to to smooth over the uh, you know, very religious Shiite and very religious Sunni uh, governments they that hate each other. Not, those, well, you know, that, that was not, a fr- not to say,
2: not to mention the Arab versus Persian thing. Go ahead, Rick. I was going to say that's the first yeah, thing that right, hit me. Right. You know, the
3: Saudis historically have not been stupid. Right. They know the lay of the land, and they also have to know that we're 22 months away from having a new regime at the U.S. And a lot of these countries, like Saudi, are acting like the chaos that we have right now with this ridiculous Biden administration is going to last forever. It's going to swing back the other
2: way, and then what? Well, I guess it's also that old once bit, twice shy thing. I guess if we elect a Biden one time, we could do it again, right? Abe, go ahead.
10: That's, that's certainly possible. And even so, uh, you know, there's, we're, we're still, uh, what, 19 months away from, uh, from that election. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one months, whatever it is, um, and uh, they've they've got to take care of themselves in the meantime. Uh, you know, here Iran is hurtling toward nuclear capability. They've already got deals going with uh, with Russia and with China. Um, I mean, when the, looking at this in in a bad light, um, and uh, it's not unfair to do so. You now have an axis of China, Iran, Russia. And the Saudis, or at least the Saudis are not going to, you know, are, are, are making noises like they're going to sit things out. They're not going to be, uh, you know, the U.S. isn't going to be a, a firm ally of theirs. They're not going to be a firm ally of the U.S. Mm. Throw in the it Turks, terrible you have Magog. for the U.S. I'm sorry?
3: Just throw in the Turks, you have Magog.
10: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, this is terrible for the U.S. It's terrible for yeah. Israel. Um this is very good, uh, very good news for Hamas. It's good news for Hezbollah. It's good news for all the uh, Shiite militias in Syria and everyone where Iran is trying to move weapons around. Then you have these other you know these other stories. At the same time, Iran is uh, also announced that they're going to be buying a bunch of advanced uh, Russian fighter jets. Um, uh-huh. and the apparently Russia is also sending Iran all the various U.S. weapons that it's captured in Ukraine. So that includes the Javelin anti tank, uh, systems and the Stinger anti aircraft systems. And that also now means Iran and China can reverse engineer everything and yep. engineer wa- ways to neutralize these systems. Um, so, you know that's not good. Um, on the other hand, in terms of China's role in all of this, and China's role with with uh, in terms of the Russia, the war in Russia and everything, I you know I don't think it's in China's interests to have peace. So, um, you know, the, yeah. if as long as the war goes on, Russia gets weaker, that's good for China. Uh, They use up their military resources. The U.S. gets weaker, at least financially, by hundreds of billions of dollars, and depleting our own arsenal. Um, In fact, the javelins I mentioned... I saw somewhere that what we have supplied already amounts to 13 years of production. And it's not like you can just turn on the the supply line instantly.
2: No, No, we do not have the manufacturing base. And, of course, those things take a lot of chips and things like that, which there is a lot of competition for right now. No, not good in in so many ways. All right, uh, Abe, if you'll stay with me, and you folks as well, when we come back, we'll continue, because there was other news out of Iran that I thought was kind of surprising rising as well. You're listening once again to the American Adversaries Radio Show. We appreciate that. And don't forget, you can find out more about Abe via his website. That's abecatzman.com. And he's also on LinkedIn. Of course, you spell Catsman with an S. We'll be right back. AM 950
0: and FM 94.9, The Answer.
2: at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com remember they're your dealership alternative Jerry'snb.com 407-366-6499 folks if you've been longing for some good news i've got some relax and comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X-chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax & Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit relaxandcomfort.com.
7: American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in -in, dine-in, take-out fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you.
12: Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come. Come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at MyPHF.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or MyPHF.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
9: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278530.
12: I'm Ashley Legend and I approve this message.
9: For years I've been saying that shrimp and ticks mix be going together like salt in the sea. And alas, Tijuana Flats answered the call.
7: New Tex-Mex takes on shrimp at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp tacos with corn salsa, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and a tasty shrimp bowl with signature garlic lime sauce. These delicious new shrimp dishes loaded with Tex-Mex flavors are sure to
9: be your new favorite, only at Tijuana Flats.
2: back, ladies and gentlemen, to the American Adversaries Radio Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have Abe Katzman on the line with us. We were just talking about China brokering this deal with Iran and Saudi Arabia. I guess this means Saudi Arabia. You know, I was thinking about this over the weekend, too, Abe, that, you know, up until November of 2020, it looked as though Saudi Arabia was going to join the Abraham Accords. And it looks like that is a far distant memory at this point, does it not?
10: It that depends. That depends whether this is more maneuver than it is strategic shift. Um, the the story, at least that has come out, is that they have a a price for normalization of relations with Israel, and that is one security guarantees from the U.S. two Help with their own civilian nuclear program. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And three, having fewer restrictions on U.S. arms sales. That that they they say is their is their price. Now a big problem though, even if since so much of that depends on the U.S., a big problem is that the Democrats in Congress uh, are anti-Saudi for the most part they are they've been pushing to downgrade relations with the saudis for mm-hmm. for a long time and whether that has to do with uh with the role of of uh, the trump administration in in uh bringing them closer and closer to israel or i don't know maybe it's because they produce fossil fuels i uh, whatever it might right. be uh, but they've got uh, they seem to have a Uh, uh, an emotional reaction, negative reaction, to anything having to do with the Saudis. All
2: right, one more question about this particular subject matter. What does this mean for the Houthi rebels in Yemen? Does anybody know? That
10: is a good question. As it is, the the war has has not been particularly hot lately. But, you know, it's a proxy war between Iranian proxies and Saudi troops and some Saudi proxies so uh you know will will this wrap it up that wouldn't be a bad thing although that kind of depends on who who's holding what strategic territory at the time um but at least it means that there will be uh you know there might be fewer uh suicide drones aimed at saudi oil production oh, uh, all right. so but no, I don't think anybody knows yet. Again, it depends how much of this is cosmetic, how much of this is, is PR value, and how much of it is, is for real.
2: I saw where Iran is pardoning most of the protesters. They have arrested some 22,000 of them. Is that true? And has there been a statement or a reason why?
10: Well, I would add one word to that description. Iran says that it is pardoning 22,000 of oh, these protesters. Okay. They can say a lot of things. Um, it remains to be seen if they actually do it. They don't seem to be providing any records of having done so. And it's also not clear how many people uh, are, have, are being held or have been held overall. They claim that this now brings the number of people they're they're pardoning or not going to prosecute up to 82,000. <laughs> but it's just a number they're throwing around. Right. There's nothing not known if uh, if they're actually doing it or not. Um the belief is that this is supposed to be a pre-Ramadan goodwill gesture. Ramadan be- be- uh, begins I think next Thursday maybe Wednesday night. Mm. So uh, depends on on when people uh, w- in whatever place Iran observes it uh, uh, when they when they see the new moon.
2: Okay, all right. Finally, I see where Xi Jinping is going to be going to Kiev and Moscow, evidently uh, you know, trying to influence them perhaps to have a ceasefire and also i saw where belarus has signed an economic deal with iran um, any ideas? is china behind all of this stuff that we see going on
10: it's it's quite possible i mean we're we seem to be either sitting on our hands or uh, you know just focusing on on russia and ukraine while um, Iran seems to be doing, uh, uh, China seems to be doing some heavy-duty, uh, you know, superpower diplomacy everywhere else. Now, Belarus is a, you know, it's, it, it's uh, they're not a free agent. They're, mm-hmm. um, Lukashenko, who's the, been the leader, dictator, whatever you want to call him, for uh, 30 years now, um, is in Iran. And for what purpose? I don't know, but he's—he's uh, he's think of him just as an extension of Putin. Um, they say that these agreements they signed have to do with trade, mining, and transportation. Well, that sounds boring, but something tells me that they're leaving out a couple of topics.
0: Yeah. Um,
10: things like weapons and uh, uh, coordinating certain strategies. Um, what these two countries do have in common besides that is they face u.s sanctions and one of the things that china is interested in doing is neutralizing the ability of the u.s sanctions on anybody to take much of a bite so whether it's facilitating trade or facilitating banking without using the the swift system um trade without using dollars are all kinds of different things that they're trying to do and i guess they're bringing belarus into this too not that belarus makes a you know a big dent but they're they're something they're a country kind of
2: yeah well it shows more activity of the negative sort from our perspective anyway Mm -hmm. well abe the the world's got a lot more complicated in the last week or so but you helped sort it out for us we really appreciate it take care of yourself and be safe we'll talk to you next week All right, you got it. All right, once again, Abe Katzman. You spell Katzman with an S, abekatzman.com. And of course, this hour of the show is brought to us by Proclaiming Justice to the Nations. That's pjtn.org. Great organization, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, is Bible-based, based based on the book. And of course, showing support for the state of Israel, the nation of Israel. That's pjtn.org. They also work hard to make sure that our children are educated properly and not educated with smut and obscene material. That's PJTN.org for proclaiming justice to the nations. You can help them out. It is a profit a nonprofit organization and contributions are charitable, are tax deductible. PJTN.org, proclaiming justice to the nations. When we come back, we got more news we're going to get to. We'll get back to sorting out what did the government actually do over the week to bail out Silicon Valley Bank. And others, evidently. We'll be right back with the American Adversaries Radio Reality TV Show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen,
0: sit it bright up!
1: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather, to let it shine. As an example, we will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a new millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the Earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, And your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the elephant! We're on the road!
2: Figure out what he says right there at the end. I don't hear <laughs> We'll have to check the lyrics. All right, welcome back to the American Adversaries Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in as we are coming to you from the Relax and Comfort Studio. And by we, I mean Rick Brown, John Barrows, and myself, Christopher Hart, in that Relax and Comfort Studio. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. 407 774 8255 is the number. We're going to get back a little while here to the big story of the day, and that would be these banks and uh, what I'm going to call bank monkey business. Um, not just monkey business to get us in this predicament, but monkey business that the Fed and the FDIC did over the weekend to get us out of this business, if they can. So, uh, in that vein, I want to bring into the conversation uh, a fellow who has his own news organization called Sherlock, and uh, he has been watching this crypto banking, digital currencies, all this stuff for quite a while now. So he knows a little bit more about what's been going on. So, R. C. Williams, how you doing? Today? Brother Chris, how are you? Excellent, excellent. So before we get to what the Fed did over the weekend, just tell us a little bit more about the Silicon Valley Bank, uh, because I understand that they were primarily a green energy-oriented bank. They were woke, you know, ESG and all that other stuff.
13: So that, that was a part of it, Chris, and it turned out it was a bigger part than people realized. I, I don't know if people caught this or not, but Silicon Valley Bank didn't even have the proper regulatory stuff in place. They didn't have a head of this type of regulation in place at the bank for a number of months. Um, so Silicon Valley Bank, based on the name, as you could probably imagine, based in the Silicon Valley in California, um, was home to a number of startups. I used to work for startups that banked with Silicon Valley Bank. It was the place uh, to go. And being where they were over time, they became more and more woke. And then they started making these crazy investments in ESG-related items and DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, and any other crazy letter combination that you can think of. Um, What what ended up happening, though, with them that's interesting is you've got that part of it where you say, hey, look, Silicon Valley Bank should have done a better job. These people are rich anyway, you know, so be it. One of the challenges that came up, though, is that you've got so many startups and so much startup wealth concentrated in one place. There were a lot of people who didn't get paychecks Friday because of this foolishness. So you have this two-sided coin, and what we're wondering is what level of prosecution is going to happen at the executive level for Silicon Valley Bank, for the people who basically knew this was coming, because as we ran today in ripped from the headlines, uh, executives mm-hmm. sold sold off almost five million in stock leading up to this, and they paid out bonuses to their employees the day before regulators shut it down. Um, what level of criminal prosecution will we see for this malfeasance?
2: Yeah, well, we mentioned that earlier in the show. Presumably, the SEC will open an investigation. I would think that that would be sort of standard procedure, but don't know with this administration anyway. Um, real quickly, how many other banks do you think are making these unwise investments based on you know ESG and, and the like?
13: Uh, Sadly, Chris, a a large chunk of them are. I mean, they're making bad decisions on ESG, but they're just making bad investment decisions generally. Um, When we were on with you back in December, when we were in Georgia, uh, we actually ran a breaking news report at midnight the night that we were on, talking about the fact that the the Bank for International Settlements said that $80 trillion was missing off balance sheets around the world. Now, the BIS is the central bank of central banks. Here's the scary part. They couldn't tell you where it was. This is supposed to be the organization that knows where this stuff is, and they couldn't tell you where it was. So you've got banks in general making tons of bad bets. And and the other thing that we said is that all of your major banks are technically insolvent right now anyway. And the only reason that isn't front-page news and we're not in a (laughs) full-blown economic collapse is because these banks have to report their short position. That was passed into law, so that means that banks are betting on things to lose, okay? but they don't have to report it to the public or to their shareholders, which is kind of scary. So in addition to ESG, Chris, you've got a larger systemic problem with how banks are making their investments, generally speaking, and now one of them got caught with their pants down, and now others are getting caught with their pants down.
2: And, evidently, they had been invested heavily in bonds, long-term bonds with low yields, which, obviously, very bad investment with the higher interest rates and the like. So, yeah, they were not making wise decisions. All right, so let's get to what happened over the weekend, because, uh, evidently, the... You know, the the bank staff, they were all fired. Uh, the executive staff was fired. And mm-hmm. it sounds like the federal government, the Fed, uh, cranked up the printing presses. So explain, what what did they do over the weekend that was unusual?
13: Yeah, Chris, and we covered this. Last night was a long night, as you can probably imagine. We actually ran the video uh, at SherlockExposes.com that we got directly from Bloomberg Asia when they were announcing the news. Uh, for what the Federal Reserve ended up doing. So as most people probably understand it, the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, will insure an account you have up to $250,000, right? Well, in this instance, that simply wasn't going to work. That's not nearly enough money to try to make people whole in a bank failure like this, right? So what the Federal Reserve did is they basically announced that they were gonna guarantee all the deposits of Silicon Valley Bank. And what they did is a bit of trickery. So they took money. and Okay, so they they created something called the Bank Term Funding Program, and they took the money from the Exchange Stabilization Fund. Now, that was created in 1934 as part of the Gold Reserve Act. That's when FDR stole all your gold, right? You couldn't have it back or even own it legally uh, until 1974. So here's the weird part. The exchange stabilization fund today is generally used as a lending tool to other economies that are on the brink of default. You so, t- what does that tell you? About when our you, when you
2: say other economies, you're talking about other countries' <laughs> economies. I take it.
13: Correct. And Correct. But you know, is, is that so a harbinger? That, so now going we're going to use
2: that. it to save our own economy. Basically, is what you're saying. Uh, so that right. that would mean that we may be teetering upon default. Um, so. You said they created this new agency. What gave them the authority to do this?
13: Well, because the Fed can do whatever they want. So this act, the the 1934 Gold Reserve Act, gave the Treasury and the Fed a whole lot of leeway to kind of use this fund however they want. So in essence, they can create anything and say, we're going to take money from over here. We're going to create this fund to make sure that everybody's made whole. So, Chris, the reason that they're doing this is because they're trying to hold off a systemic economic collapse. Worldwide. Right. Here's the problem with the FDIC as it stands today. And everybody thinks, well, look, my account's insured at the bank. I'm fine. The FDIC has about one hundred twenty five billion dollars before what happened with Silicon Valley Bank. Hmm. That would cover just over one percent of all the deposits in bank accounts of all kinds in the U.S. today. The amount guaranteed that they would have to cover for Silicon Valley Bank at the minimum is twenty one billion dollars. So basically, you've just chopped off 25% of all the money the FDIC has to insure accounts from one bank. Right. What do you think would have happened if they hadn't done that? The world would be upside down right now. So they just went in and said, we're going to create something out of nothing. um, And we're just going to say we're going to fix it so people, in essence, don't run uh, on the banks. And, And Chris, something quickly I'll point out here that was interesting is that silicon valley bank got saved but silvergate and signature bank both banks who are more focused on crypto did not get saved and the question to ask yourself right now is why did that happen and what is it about crypto that makes the government nervous i'll give you the answer to the question what makes them nervous is your economic freedom you see the government hates competition and so it's no surprise that crypto focused banks would be allowed to go under while other banks are safe. The other challenge that's coming, and you may, you were probably going to jump to this, but I, I want to jump into it now because it makes sense, is that exactly what power brokers wanted to happen is starting to happen. People are so afraid that they're making runs on regional banks, local banks, and credit unions. And what's going to happen is that some of these banks are going to crash. And then people are going to be funneled into the too-big-to-fail banks. And then what do you have? You've got fish in a barrel where you can institute whatever economic controls you want, i.e., the central bank digital currency, CBDC.
2: Right. And, of course, all the big banks are already running tests, if I'm not mistaken, with the central bank currency, digital currency. And, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, John.
4: Yeah, I was wondering, can you... uh say again where uh, we could find that video you just talked about that you Your website. explained all this?
13: Yeah, John, sure. So if you go to SherlockExposes.com and we spell Sherlock without a K. Yeah. So it's SherlockExposes.com um, If you take a look at the breaking news story that was shared last night, you'll see the video from Bloomberg where they break the news and then they give you the start of an explanation of what this is, but ripped from the headlines uh, that we just published a short time ago, we actually show additional detail on what the Exchange Stabilization Fund is, and we give some background on how it was created and just how much leeway it gives the Fed and the Treasury in instances like this. And, and guys, look, I'll share this with you in, in all transparency because I think everybody needs to hear it. What the government did was step in and just create something out of thin air that isn't necessarily going to do what they say (laughs) it's going to do, which shouldn't sound unusual to you, um, in an effort to stop a full economic collapse. All they're doing is staving off what, to some degree, is going to be the inevitable. So people really need to be vigilant. This week is going to be interesting, but you need to be paying attention to which banks are going to go under, and where people are going to be funneled. And I'll tell you how, how subtle it can be. This afternoon on CNBC, one of the anchors made the statement that this was an economic reset. Yeah. Words matter. And yeah. they're already trying to sneak them in so they come into the normal in your mind of things that happen, oh, we're just in an economic reset. Yeah. They've got it figured out. I should just do whatever they say.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is the first one of the first things I thought about this morning uh, when I heard what the government did over the weekend was here we go another crisis. Not going to let it go to waste, right? We're going to use this crisis to make more changes towards the big reset, and uh, certainly getting people out of regional banks where you have a lot more freedom and uh, and, and independence. And anonymity is uh, is one of the things they want to get rid of, and this would be a convenient way to do it, wouldn't it? All right, so don't let them do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's uh, Sherlock exposes Sherlock. You spell mm-hmm. without the K. And what about the Watchmen?
13: Yeah, Chris. Thank you for bringing that up. So Julian and I as business partners at Sherlock. Uh, the, the good Lord put it on our spirit that we needed to do more work uh, in the ways of tying scripture into the news of the world that's happening today. So we launched Watchmen on the Wall Weekly. That's our newest newsletter. And for those of you who are looking for it, you can find it two ways. If you go to SherlockExposes.com, you will see a link for Watchmen on the Wall. You can also find it at WeAreTheWatchmen.org. That's WeAreTheWatchmen.org. So we take the top news stories of the week, and every Saturday morning we break them down, and we show you in Scripture where this ties in. Because none of this stuff is by accident. Um, we're already told everything that's going to happen. As we we say around here, it's in the book if you're paying attention. And, and just a quick side note, and a shout out to Brother John Barrows. John, we pray for you every day oh, um, for you. the work that you're doing Yeah, to protect the, those who can't protect themselves. We actually wrote about that this weekend in the Watchman on the Wall newsletter. We talked about the Jezebel spirit The young lady who plays Lily in the AT&T commercials uh, did a TikTok video where she just went on a ramble, including about how she had an abortion and how birthing people, she supports them being able to do that. Um, This is part of the reason why we're doing what we're doing. It's a scary time, and people need to understand scripturally, one, they need to be aware of what's happening and that it's foretold that it will happen, but two, for people who are not saved or who are searching... Uh, for God. This gives you a way to have a meaningful conversation with somebody with information that they can readily see in the news every day.
2: All right. Well, thanks, R.C. And thank you. Yes. And I know we'll have you back to talk more about what's going on, because this is not going away soon, this Mm -hmm. bank stuff. Bank monkey business. Bank monkey business. All right. Thank you so very much. And once again, you. you got it. We are the watchman dot org. We are the watchman dot org. All right. When we come back, uh, John Barrows has got some good news for us. We need it tonight. And then we've got some other news for you as well. So you are listening to the American adversaries radio reality TV show. And after us tonight, it is American medicine today (laughs) i want to make sure i get the last couple weeks i've gotten the the title of the show wrong it's american medicine today after us tonight at seven o'clock and charlie kirk and officer tatum of course we'll be back here tomorrow night with trump and tuesday nowhere else do you get such great radio shows 24 7 than on salem media group's news talk station of the year
4: right here we'll be right back that station is so interesting that
0: AM 950 and FL 94.9, The Answer.
3: Join us for the 38th Annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m. and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done on our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it
5: a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show.
6: network sound and video are you moving downsizing cleaning or consolidating your garage attic storage unit you'll probably find some pretty valuable family archives like eight millimeter film videotapes photos slides records and cassettes well now is the perfect time to have us transfer your family memories to new digital formats share your treasures with family friends classmates business associates and military buddies call or visit network sound and video 407-834-8555 407-834-8555
9: Ahoy there, shrimp lovers. Try three new shrimply delicious dishes at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp and corn tacos, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and garlic lime shrimp bowl. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com.
2: Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task. For your cars, tra- Trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from ten to six, seven days a week. Or you can order online at DASUperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com.
0: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
9: traffic, westbound I-4, going slow from Kirkman out towards US-27, eastbound I-4, slow around Osceola Parkway, crash on 436 eastbound at Oxford Pass, 1792, slowdowns on the 429 southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave dorica
0: Don't just no stuff in me i what I saw. I
10: doing
0: the
2: like We're grooving. This is a tune called Monkey Business. I oh. MJ. Uh- I just can't get quite that I high. I can't get that high. <laughs> Even falsetto, I can't get up there. Nope. All right, John Barrows. Nope. Yes. Get us started here.
4: Okay. Well, it's been a wild uh, week down there on Lucerne. Uh, the people that are have come against us, on, that come down every day, the pro-abortion people, have really been ramping it up. And they've been uh, going after everybody and everything. They're going after me. Uh, members of my family uh everything they can do to try to uh destroy um us out there they don't want us there they don't want us to have anything to do with it they're getting trying to get the city to uh just halt everything i know that uh, i had a uh a code uh a code
2: way, a code enforcer
4: came by the other day and walked up on the sidewalk and said you can't do this and i said you know what and uh, i had like uh no kidding i had eight or ten of these carnies in front of me ringing cowbells and blowing whistles and as you were trying to talk to the code guy as a, yeah as, a, as a, yeah as i was trying to talk to the people going into the clinic oh and then of course the code lady too <laughs> and uh and And so I looked at her I said, you're kidding me, right? (laughs) Did you say, aren't you talking to the wrong person here? I I did. I said, what about this? And she goes, oh, nobody called me on that. (laughs) And I I said, well, you're standing right here looking at it. Right. And, uh, um, you know, I just told her, I said, you know, I'm I'm getting tired and it's getting uh, really wearing. I just told her, uh, do, uh, I have to do what I have to do. Um, write me up if if I don't know how you guys do things, but if you want to write me up, write me up, or if you want to call the police or whatever, you know, go or ahead. You, you weren't anywhere. No, but I got to keep. I have to do this, and and she walked away and she just got in her truck and left. And I mean, she didn't do anything. I told her, I said, you know, I've been here uh, for twenty years, on the, and I've never violated a code, unless something new has popped up, right. But, you know, I think that, you see, these people, I don't get mad at them because they're in the middle. Um, It's not this code enforcement person that's... Trying to do this thing. It's the people that are calling them and right. trying to get them out. Right. And but they, it, they,
2: they probably had to respond to yeah, of course. fill out the paperwork.
4: Yeah, they you know, do. And say
2: that the, the, the phone call was handled, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but the, we don't have enough time left in this segment for you to oh. go on. Just stay right there. We'll pick it up okay. with you when we come back. But John is down there on Lucerne Terrace, just off South Orange Avenue, just south of the 408 there. And he's there every day of the week. And on Mondays, the place is closed, but John goes down there and in the morning anyway, because people show up not knowing that it's closed on Monday. So if you'd like to swing by, say hello. Uh, maybe say a prayer with him, just see what's going on, just you know, show a little support. He's down there once again on Lucerne Terrace. You can also follow him on his Facebook page. That's John Barrows, B-A-R-R-O-S on Facebook, John Barrows. All right, when we come back, John's got a little more for us. we got some other news we're going to get to as well. And don't forget, you are listening to the American Adversaries, and we appreciate that. And we'll be right back.
11: srn news i'm keith peters reporting senate republican leader mitch mcconnell has been released from the hospital after treatment for a concussion and will continue to recover in an inpatient rehabilitation facility mcconnell's office says his doctors discovered over the weekend that he had also suffered a minor rib fracture after he tripped and fell at the waldorf astoria hotel in washington last wednesday evening President Biden and the leaders of Australia and the United Kingdom have announced that Australia will buy a nuclear-powered attack submarines from the U.S. to modernize its fleet. The agreement comes as concerns grow about China's influence in the Indo-Pacific region. Biden flew to San Diego on Monday for talks with Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and U.K. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 90 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer.
8: Eight, nine.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles, so it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a... Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard, because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499, or visit them at jerrysmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. JerryZinBee.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relaxing Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, x chairs so visit don and jackie at relax and comfort in the winter park village to begin the most relaxing time of your life call 407-628-5657 and visit relax welcome
7: Here's what I tell
4: everyone: I was born by God's dear grace in an extraordinary place, where the stars and stripes and the eagle fly. All right, we're back.
2: We are the American adversaries. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. We got you on the WACX TV channel. That's the Super Channel 55.7 on your antenna remote. We got you on our Rumble channel. That's American Adversaries on Rumble. And we got you on the News Talk Station of the Year, Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. W-O-R-L, AM 950 and FM 94.9. Got Rick Brown, John Barros, and myself, Christopher Hart, and the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. I am on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers diamond microphone and On April the 1st, you are going to have the All-British Car Show in downtown Sanford.
3: And we are really excited. We are starting to get a lot of registrations. It's going to be an excellent show. I would expect close to 200 cars to be there.
0: Wow.
3: It's going to start on the 1st at 9 a.m. It's going to go until about 2 o'clock when we'll start doing awards. And should be done somewhere around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's going to be free parking. It's a fun day for the whole family. Come on out. Have a great time. It's free for everybody to attend. They have a great food court where there's going to be a lot of stuff to eat. And uh, there'll be vendors there, and you can
2: just walk around and look at these fabulous pieces of automotive art. And that's going to be April the 1st at Henry's Depot in downtown Sanford. Absolutely. Lots of parking. As you said, there's no charge for the event. Of course, uh, you got the food courts there and stuff. So bring out the family and have a whole day of fun out there. So yeah.
4: it's going to and be Rick's, Rick's raffling off his car. No,
2: I, don't I, no, I don't know about
4: that. I don't know about that. I thought he was
2: printing up tickets for that Harley Davidson that you got. <laughs> All right. And then, not, not even a week later, it is Cinco. Well, actually, not even. I, what am I thinking? Of? That's April the 1st. Yes. On May the 5th, a month uh, later, you're going to have the Cinco de Mayo event over to the Winter Springs Tijuana Flats. We're going to be doing a taco-eating contest. That's right. We'll be doing a uh, lot remote broadcast that evening and of course this will be the evening right before our Freedom Expo
3: Yeah, so we'd like six.
2: yeah, a little double header action we'd love to have you folks come out and join us at each event it's going to be a lot of fun at the Tijuana Flats right there in Winter Springs it's at Tuscawilla and and State Road 434
3: the address if you want to plug it into your GPS is 160 Tuscawilla Road
2: there you go it's right there at that intersection in nice, Winter Springs of course Yeah, big nice uh, shopping plaza there Beautiful and, patio out back. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of room. And uh, we'll, we'll put together a, a bunch of contestants. And, uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So come on out and join us on May the 5th. That'll be in the evening. And then very next day, starting in the morning, at 9 o'clock, you got the Freedom Expo. You'll have the VIP reception with Sebastian Gorka. Then the, the, the stage event with Gorka will be on stage. Uh, we'll be with him. Uh, that being uh, Carl Jackson, Matt Buff, and myself, and maybe somebody else, and then uh, and then it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. So yeah, so come on out and join us for that. That event also is free, and it's going to go on all day because after Sebastian speaks and we do the stuff on stage, then they got a blues band that's going to come on, and so it's once again nice. it's going to be fun for the whole family. So plan on coming out and joining us for both of those events on May the fifth and May the 6th. And
3: they do events right at Seminole Harley.
2: At Seminole Harley You will Harley have Davidson. a good time. Yeah, it's a great venue for this. They've got a great patio area there with like mm-hmm. a stage and everything. And so uh, it, it, it was just a really great event last year, and we anticipate it being even better this year. So come on out and join us for each of those events, and don't forget the car show on April the 1st. And talk no about forward. automotive
3: art. Bring your checkbook to Seminole Harley.
2: There one of go. our listeners did last year and he rode home on two wheels yeah Sam did that's right he sure did and really nice scooter yeah man all right that... right
4: then drove it home that day no he went back to get it but oh okay he, yeah. He,
2: yeah he picked it out that day wow all right uh, he had his little boy with him too yeah all right when we come thank you Sam for doing that all right that brings us back to you John Barrows uh, oh, you were yeah. telling us about the uh, the code enforcement person coming by
4: yeah I mean it's one thing after another um yeah they keep what? calling the police on everything. They called the police on a on a, a, a kid that had come down for his first time to help, and he was talking to somebody, and um, and one of the I call them carnies went running up to him, and was like, "You can't do that" or something, and and then uh, she saying she said that uh, she had that he had hit her, but she had what what happened there whatever happened i wasn't there uh because i was over on the other side but the police officer was right there and told her you're lying <laughs> and uh, and so he lit into her and then so all morning she was just crying and all of this but these people are really getting worked up i mean they're really uh uh doing everything they can they're they're constantly calling everybody in the world and uh uh just really trying to mess things up but again i can't express enough that god works all the time in the middle of this stuff it's total chaos down there i mean total chaos uh, they play music that's the vilest stuff you've ever heard in your life it can't even be legal to be played i'm sure uh, but it's played and uh it's on a loop and it's over and over uh against us and it just scars your mind and uh you know i I mean i wake up several times at night hearing that stuff you know it just doesn't go away but god moves in it. it it not only does it affect me but it freaks out some of the people coming there for an abortion and they wake up and they say wait a minute uh you know this is not for me this place is not for me and i've had like i've told you before i've had every uh pregnancy center in town say that uh they've had people come there that never talk to us when they leave because people don't want to get in a mess of a brawl and um and, but they'll say man we see those people on the line and then we see them on the sidewalk and there's a line drawn and uh, I've realized that yeah, I don't belong here. I shouldn't be doing this, and I shouldn't. So, <clears throat> in their own, in their own way, yeah, they're God they're uses, helping the cause. Yeah, God uses them like pawns. I mean, He really does. Yeah. But it, it that doesn't make it any easier. No, to, no, yeah. uh, to be there. But um, I also uh, uh, am thankful that. Uh, I mean, it's been bad. I've had my sign stolen now. They're they're stealing my sign. My sign that says, we can help. I mean, like, that's something horrible. And and, uh, But they took that. You should have
2: called the cops on them.
4: (laughs) I I just don't like getting in that ticky-tacky, you know. Um, And then uh, uh, I just want to – I was so upset because of uh, Florida (laughs) – um I wanted to see, and I still want to see abortion outlawed in this state period and uh and I didn't think anyone was doing anything. And then last week I saw that uh, uh, two representatives, uh State Rep Jenna Malika and state Senator Aaron Grawl have uh, put together a a bill for... Uh, six weeks. Right. Now, I don't like these conditional things because then you're saying, well, I can kill someone up to six weeks. And I don't believe we have those choices, but at the same time, um, I think a bill like that would shut down the clinics like where I'm at uh, because uh, there's people can get their abortion pills now online. And up to six weeks, you know, that's an abortion pill process. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, but at least you wouldn't have this. Is is that why they came up with that six weeks? I don't I think they came up with that because they believe that it's like a heartbeat bill, yeah. like the uh, abortion. Right. And again, the thing that's wrong with that is we're trusting the ultrasound tech in the abortion clinic, right, to find a heartbeat or not, and uh, so I mean, I mean, it's it's flawed, but uh, I'm am I'm, I'm still thankful. That there's some movement at something. It would take
2: mm-hmm. at, uh, what it is now, is at 15, 15 weeks now. Yeah. To,
4: to down to six with
2: conditions such as uh, exemptions for rape and incest. However, the woman would have to show some sort of proof that the rape or incest did actually occur, like a police report or something like that. And, of course, the, uh, the left is totally against it. The governor has come out in support of it. We'll see if it passes, because once again... We have a supermajority in both houses of the legislature. There's no reason for this bill not to pass because we don't have the votes. Right. Be, they may come up with other reasons, but the, it, it can't be because they don't have the votes right. or the governor's support.
4: If all these characters that were running for office, and we had many of them in here, if they just stand by what they promised, yeah. uh, this should be no problem. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Meantime...
2: Uh, Hanoi Jane Fonda was on The View. Did you see that? I saw the report of it. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. She was on, was it Friday she was on there? Uh, And they were talking abortion and the Roe v. Wade uh, decision being overturned by the Supreme Court. And Jane Fonda pretty much said, you know, that we're just going to have to murder the people on the right. Yep. And Joy Behar actually realized oh did she just say that? And so Joy Behar said, Well she's just kidding and, <laughs> and Fonda never said that she was kidding. Matter of fact she looked a bit perturbed at Behar for having said that. Yep. Uh, that's where their mindset is, and, and that's what he's talking about with these, these folks now. Oh, man, and, they're they, hateful, and they they're are, nasty. And they are on a crusade. Yes. And, and being as such, they have rationalized in their own mind, whatever they want to do is okay, because the crusade purpose is such a lofty thing that, that it, nothing can stop it. Right. It's horrible. It is. Horrible. It is, indeed. Uh, but, you know, as John said, when when good-hearted people see this they don't want to be a part of that they'd rather be a part of god for lack of a better way to put it well they
3: see evil right if you have any any shred of god in your soul and in your person when you go to a place like this and you see that despicable behavior of those people you're looking at evil yeah, And, and it's got to be repulsive to you to think about going in that building that these people support because you know it's the devil working.
4: Some of them it is, yeah. Some of them are hardcore, as hard as the ones that are on the lawn, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but there are some that, uh, I mean, you think about it, a lot of women, people want you to think all of them go there and they have this struggle going on and uh, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but some do. And, uh, Imagine showing up to that cowbells flying and and whistles blowing as loud as they can blow. You can be heard down at the end of the street inside a high-rise building. I mean, and all of this going on with fu and all these things. I mean, constant, constant, constant all day long, and. <sighs> I mean, it's so hard to believe it's happening.
2: I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that somebody in one of the adjacent office buildings doesn't call the cops on them for distru- disturbing the oh, police. they do.
4: They do. Yeah.
2: All right. Once again, you can follow John on his Facebook page, John Barrows 2Rs1S. We'll be right back with more of the American Adversaries Radio Show, some other news of the day as well. Don't forget... April 1st, you got the All-British Car Show, yeah, downtown maybe. Sanford. May the 5th, the Eaton Contest to celebrate Cinco de Mayo oh, yeah. at the Winter Springs, Tijuana Flats. And then, of course, May the 6th, the following morning and all day, the Freedom Expo at Seminole County, Harley-Davidson. Great events coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Would love to see you at each and every one of them. We'll be right back. But i
0: watch the world the dark side of the- AM 950
7: and FM 94.9, the answer. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in -in, dine-in, take-out fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh made Italian food from Pasquale's family
12: to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come. True. Call us today at 407 389 5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
9: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278530.
12: I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message.
0: The Street Corn Takeover is back at Tijuana Flats with bigger flavors, bolder recipes, and a brand new chili garlic marinated steak that'll blow your mind. For a limited time, try five delicious new menu items loaded with zesty street corn, like the chili garlic steak and tater tot burrito, or the chili lime seasoned chicken and street corn tacos. Come try the five new street corn favorites during the Street Corn Takeover at Tijuana Flats, starting at $9.99. Order on the app or at tijuanaflats.com. I see trees of green. Red
1: roses too. I see them blue from you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful
2: world. All in all, it is a wonderful world, ladies and gentlemen. I actually found myself sort of in agreement with Jennifer Granholm this morning. Who is Jennifer Granholm? She is our energy secretary. You know, the one who laughed about if you don't like high prices, yep, just l- get, yourself, get yourself an electric car. I call her the little blonde. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and so, <laughs> So anyway... Uh, She was uh, on, I think it was CNN over the weekend, uh, being asked about our energy policy and green energy, and of course she is, you know, climate change is an existential threat. By the way, Greta Thunberg has deleted uh, one of her posts that she put up a few years ago that said that the world would end by 2023. Whoops. So you got that one wrong. And, and all the predictions by the green energy oh, folks, God, all yes. of them. I remember yep. when I was going to college back in, was going to graduate school in 1990, you know, the headlines were, we're entering a cold, you know, the world's going to oh, yeah. freeze if it we was, don't do this yeah. and that. Yeah, yeah. We won't have any water because we won't be able to get it. And oh, It's all just tools of the left. Uh, absolutely. So Home said that we could learn from China China's energy policy. Oh, great! And I thought, yeah, I man, that's not such a bad idea. They're building coal-fired power that's plants right. left and right over there. They sell. They don't install solar panels. They sell them to idiots who think that they're going to yep. save the world with the doggone things. Same thing with the wind turbines and all that. I mean they they do they do pretty good business over there. That's right, taking advantage of fools like us. <laughs> The only problem is we're the only fools stupid enough to do this, right? It when when you're like coughing
3: right. your brains out in Shanghai because you can't breathe the air, they just say, hey, put a mask on, stupid.
2: Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Biden has is, is tried to uh, please both sides. Uh, He announced, the White House announced over the weekend, I guess they didn't want too much attention, uh, but they got it anyway. The Greenies were up in arms. The Greenies were turning red. They really are red anyway, by the way. But anyway, the the Greenies were having a fit because Biden, and they made it official today, is approving the so-called Willow Project. which is an oil drilling project in the Alaska oil drilling region, which is like the uppermost northern part of Alaska there, sort of the northwestern part of Alaska. It's like hundreds of millions of acres, I think it is. And basically, they are going to allow drilling in the Willow area on three drilling sites that will, a total of about 210, 220 wells. And I think it's Shell's, one of the major oil uh, companies is going to do it. Hmm. And uh, they say that they think they're going to get about 150,000 barrels of oil out of there per day. Um, In one sense, I mean, that's not a lot of oil, but they need more oil out of Alaska to keep the Alaska trans Alaska pipeline viable. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't have enough oil to pump through it, it won't work. Right. And if it doesn't work, it'll go into disrepair very quickly and be unusable. And so the Greenies were having a fit. As you might imagine, so Biden tried to placate them by saying, "Well, but I'm not going to allow any offshore drilling up there on the northern coast of Alaska." Well, that didn't mod- codify, modify mollify the, uh, the the green energy lunatics, uh, but uh, it. Uh, Probably won't hurt Biden in terms of the long run, anyway, because I think he. And it's politically speaking, because I think he's got bigger problems on his hand uh, hands, including this bank crisis, which is probably just starting, and hopefully it will culminate quickly and not be a big problem. But as we said earlier, when we had R. C. on, whenever we get you know an, an, uh, uh, in a situation like this, the left sees it as an opportunity to change the way we do business and the way we live our lives. Yep. And that change almost always means less money for us and less freedom for us, That's right. and more power and money and control for them. So we'll just have to keep a, a close eye on this sort of thing and see if Congress decides to at some point step in and do something, although at this point I don't know uh, what, what it is necessarily that they could do. At the end of last night's show, we played a, I guess this is a YouTube video. It's actually a video. It does have a video that goes along with it. But of course, we played the audio for you. We're going to do it again tonight at the end of the show. It's uh, what I'm calling the prison choir. This is people who are being held in a Washington, D.C. jail because of the one, six. Uh, political prisoners. Uh, uh, political prisoners. That's okay. right. People who are being held without the benefit of our Bill of Rights, which was taken away from them because of that stupid Patriot Act. Once they were declared insurgents, they lost their bill, their their rights, their constitutional rights. All this,
3: at Nancy Pelosi's hands.
2: Yes, this is this is not unAmerican. It's totally unAmerican. That This is what so many have fought and died for, is that that we live in a country where we don't do stuff like this. Well, we have done it, and these people are in jail, many of them still in jail. By the way, we're going to have one of the 1-6 convicts on the show with us Wednesday night. Uh, He's not local. He'll be calling in, and uh, he's just got out of prison himself and we'll talk to him firsthand about what he was there for and, and what it was like. These political prisoners are pardonable, right? Yeah, as soon as Trump gets back in there, yeah, because he's the only one committed to doing something about it. I noticed none of the other candidates or prospective candidates have mentioned the 1-6 defendants at all. No. As a matter of fact, most of them are in agreement that they should be there. Because why? There was violence that day. Yeah, there was violence that day, but there was a lot of other stuff going on that day too that are mitigating circumstances. Uh, but to get back to this, this video came out over the weekend and immediately rose to the top of the charts, I call it, you know, like the hit charts. Yep, yep, yep. It is the most It da- was the most downloaded video over the weekend. And I presume probably uh, well into today. You might have heard some of the other hosts talking about it. Once again, we talked about it and played it on our show last night to end the show. So we're going to do that again tonight. We'll be starting it here in about 50 seconds. So once again, this is what I call the prison choir. They are singing the national anthem. And then they have a little chant afterwards. And interspersed within that is Donald Trump. Saying the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Awesome. And it is How powerful. Fabulous. And if you get a chance to watch the video, please see it and spread it around because these people have been forgotten for the most part. And this is so un American. This is proof positive that we live in a country that we should no longer recognize, at least for the time being. So, once again, this is the prison choir with Donald Trump saying the Pledge of Allegiance. We'll leave it with you tonight. Once again, keep loving, keep praying harder than ever. Don't ever give up. Here we go. Night, everybody.
1: States of America. God God, God. indivisible with liberty and justice
0: of the year with this SRN News update starting now.